What's going on? You are listening to The Questions, hip-hop trivia podcast. I'm going to be your tour guide for the evening or morning or afternoon, whenever you listen to it. Anyway, my name is Sean Kantrowitz, and this episode is episode 124, and it is an absolute bloodbath. It is a clash of the titans. It is a face-off of musical wits and useless rap trivia knowledge between Los Angeles' iconic underground duo Blue and Exile. Blue is one of, in my opinion, the greatest MCs of his era. Exile is an absolute mastermind on the MPC and is totally carrying the torch for sample-based, intricate, super detailed hip-hop production. I'm huge fans of their work. I'm huge fans of their debut album, Below the Heavens, which is celebrating its 15th anniversary this year. And the duo, Blue and Exile, are actually going to be hitting the road for a West Coast tour commemorating the anniversary of the seminal classic. I'm gonna put a link to their bios in the episode notes, but if you are in Los Angeles, Phoenix, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Portland, or Seattle, they are coming to your town very soon. Like very soon, like within a week of you hearing this. I'm posting this episode on the first Monday before their Los Angeles shows. They're doing two shows and I'm going to be at the second one in Highland Park. So if you're in LA, come say hey. Anyway, I thought it would be really cool to have Blue and Exile face off against each other, talk about the album, and I always like doing the versus episodes. The, the competition battle episodes are the greatest, and I'm looking to do more. We got a couple more ideas on deck, and I'm really excited to share them with you. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode. I want to give a big shout out to everybody who's been listening and supporting the show. I have a lot of people asking me the best ways that they can support the show, and there are three things that you can do to help the questions as a podcast. The first one is super easy. Share it. Tell your friends about it. Text it. Email it. Post it on social media. Word of mouth is super important. The second thing you can do is leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. So go on to the Apple Podcast app, leave a little five-star rating and a little comment about what you like about the show. Doing that costs nothing and it really helps the show defeat the dreaded algorithm. It is very difficult to get attention in a crowded podcast space, but I do think that The Questions is doing something that no other show is really doing, and your comments definitely help elevate it and get more people to notice it. So I appreciate everybody who's done that, and go ahead and do that if you haven't done so already. Finally, if you really want to support the show, if you love what the show is about, you get entertainment from it, and you even want some bonus content, such as video footage, playlists, early access, and just bonus things that don't make it into the show, you can subscribe to The Questions Patreon. There's a link in the show notes. We're at patreon.com slash thequestionshiphop. It's $5 a month, and your support is greatly appreciated. We're going to get into our episode here. It's episode 124 of The Questions. It's Blue versus Exile. Who did it first? Who did it best? Who did it worst? That's the question. Who rapping there? That remix and what happened when? That's the question. Let me ask you a question. Questions. 
All right, so this is episode number 124 of the Questions Hip Hop Trivia. I am joined today by Blue and Exile, who are on the brink of going off on your West Coast tour to celebrate the 15th anniversary of Below the Heavens. Gentlemen, I ask you, is time going by fast or are we just getting old? Old, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time, it, you, that's, yeah, actually both, that's it. <laughs> time yeah. is fast man we're gonna talk about it more as we go on but obviously this was such a special record that held such a you know important place in so many fans and for both of you as well i know it's a you guys have done many records since but it's obviously something that's important it, you know you guys have commemorated it several times is it surreal for you to be like when you were making that album 15 years ago did you even think did you know that you were sort of tapping into something special or was it just sort of business as usual and then the world sort of told you uh this is this is kind of more special than you might have thought for me it was like it was like a personal special you know what i mean it was like accomplishing something that i wanted to do personally you know what i mean it was like uh putting down songs that I always wanted to make, you know what I mean? But I, I didn't, I, ne I had no idea how the people would perceive the record. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, for me, like, it was like uncharted territory and uh, just trying to develop our sound together. And I just remember there was times where we really, we felt like, oh, wow, this is something really special. And then there's other times we're like, ah, now this is shit. You know? <laughs> and we would go back and forth of that for like uh, pretty much a lot of it, you know, but I guess that type of attitude is what kept us trying to at our best. That sounds pretty classically creative, artistic, like, yes, I'm killing it. And what am I doing? I have no business trying to do this, <laughs> that that mix of the two. And it's also worth noting that, you know, you guys are not resting on your laurels. I love the Miles album that came out in 2020. And to me, that felt just as strong. So, you know, don't don't get it twisted, everybody. You should go see them when they're on this West Coast tour. This is not a nostalgia act. These are very current and, you know, uh, thriving creative artists who are you know, just celebrating one chapter in the book of Blue in Exile. So it's 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 lovely to see. And uh, I can't wait to see it for the L.A. show. And we will be doing songs from Miles, too. We'll, we'll have an intermission. So, but yeah. <laughs> can't <laughs> wait. Cannot wait. So you guys are, are close. You are collaborators. You are, I would even go so far as to say, if I can say for you, brothers in arms. You guys have worked on some incredible material together. But today is not about that. Today, you are, you are hopping into the ring and competing in a battle of hip-hop trivia wits. Uh, and, you know, I just, I don't think that this is going to affect the relationship, but if it does, like, I want to, I don't want to just, like, sully the relationship. Like, if things go astray and, like, I, I want to try to mediate if, if it comes down to that. So, you know, I just want to make sure that we're all feeling good about this. I'm nervous, man. Let's do it. <laughs> To determine who goes first, we're going to do a toy cost. Blue, uh, I'm going to have you call the toy, the coin in the air, and then uh, uh, we'll see who gets to go first, all right? All right. All right, here we go. Edge. It is tails. So you get to uh, – this is a misshapen quarter, which is useless in L.A. because it doesn't work in laundry machines or parking meters. So <laughs> I keep this just for uh, just for coin tosses because it's a little rough around the edges. So Exile, you get to choose. Is it, uh, is it, is it going off to a great first start? <laughs> Let me tell you. 
All right, Blue. All right, so you want Blue to go first. All right, here we go. So, uh, Blue, I'm going to pull up the screen here, and you will get to choose your categories. I will announce them for our listeners listening as well. The categories in this first round are the choice is yours. That is our general multiple choice. Check the rhyme. These are all questions about other MCs' rhymes. Digging in the crates is our sample round. I got the blues is another category. Pad mashers is another category. And hyro, y'all, is our uh, final category in our first round. So, Blue, what do you choose? Oh, Let me get the choices yours for 500. He's going big money, folks. He's going big <laughs> fucking money. And and I, I love to see it. So I'm going to pull it up right here and then we will uh, get right into it. So choice is yours for 500. Here we go. Blue. The question is, musician and composer Adrian Young has produced complete albums for all of these artists except for one of them. Is it A, Blau, B, Ghostface Killer? C, Sky Zoo, or D, Souls of Mischief? Who has he not collaborated with? C, Sky Zoo. He says Sky Zoo, and guess what, folks? He went for that big money, and he is absolutely correct. Sky Zoo is the correct (laughs) answer. Love to see it. I mean, guys, this is already going off to a great start. Um, Adrian Young, you know, is like a a pretty pivotal force in in L.A.'s hip-hop scene and music scene. Uh, You know, he's got the whole uh, Operation Highland Park. Have you you guys worked with him? I I feel like you guys must have uh, in some respect, but do you have any sort of ties with him? I've been to his studio, and we shared the same manager for a bit. Um, We have not worked together yet, but uh, I'm confident we will. Yeah. And I've record store a gang of times. (laughs) <laughs> that counts that counts all right so exile we're gonna throw it to you we, we we don't like anybody to get slaughtered in this so we're going back and forth every time you guys go so uh exile you get to choose your category and your round what are you going for uh i'm going for the choice is yours for 400 oh okay all right i'm sensing a trend here choice of yours for 400 let's get into it all right the question is for you exile the lynch mop made their recorded debut on this album. Was it NWA Straight Outta Compton, Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted, The Lunch Mob's Gorillas in the Mist, or Del the Funky Homo Sapien, I Wish My Brother George Was Here? You're talking about their debut. Yeah, the first time that they appeared on Wax, on a record. America's Most Wanted, B. He says America's Most Wanted, B. And guess what, folks? He's absolutely correct. Oh. 400 <laughs> points to Blue. See, you know, I told you I was going to keep it in the general vicinity of what you guys uh, knew about. So- Yo, they're the illest. I was just <laughs> bumping that record last week. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine that for both of you guys, like the those Ice Cube records were pretty pivotal. I mean, you know, it's interesting because you guys like don't, neither of you, you know, Blue as a lyricist and then, uh, you know, Exile for the artists you've worked with and stuff. It, it, there, there was sort of a reinventing or, or relabeling of what the definitive hip hop sound was of, of California, right? Like, you know, to the world, it was it was mostly gangster rap. Um, and you guys, you know, was there ever a phase? Are, are there like gangster rap demos that we'll never hear of, like early Blue or early Exile? Was that ever an influence? Um, if you if you check out the Rip the Game Bloody album by RBX from uh, 2005 or six, I'm, me and my boy Cassius King are on there. Yeah, that's on a right. Drag, rags up, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> See, this is this is the ultimate trivia experience. Blue is giving me hip hop trivia to, to to put in my pocket. That might make it into a later game later. The RBX album from two thousand five features an appearance by this artist. Um, yeah, he was on Death Row. That's right. You were on Death Row. No, almost. Or almost, almost. You were you were courted. You were you were you were there, and they they were they were interested. He didn't get his. He didn't get jumped for having rap, rap so yeah, he passed the test. <laughs> Rich, what kick some something whack in front of sugar, you get jumped and have to drink pee. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like you dodged the urine. Uh, the urine there. Uh, I wouldn't say the bullet, but dodged the urine. Yeah. Uh, all right. So blue, we're gonna throw it back to you. Uh, what category are you going to choose? Let's get a. Uh... Check the rhyme for 500. Wow. Big Money Blue. That's what we're going to call you now. Big Money Blue. Um, check the rhyme for 500. So this is always an interesting one be because, uh, you know, MCs, I feel like for an MC like yourself, you have a lot of lyrics in your head and you're gearing up to do these shows where Bro. you're performing a whole album. So like, what is your mental bandwidth for other rappers' lyrics? Like, do you do you have like, are you pretty good at like, you know, we singing the classics? Nah, I stopped listening to music, you know what I mean? I just soak up, like, the tour work, you know what I mean? I, I have to to make sure it's, like, on point, you know what I mean? Right. A lot of artists use teleprompters, but that feels kind of cheap, right? Like, I, I don't know if they do that in, like, hip-hop as much, but... Nah. nah. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a good look. All right, so, Blue, you're going uh, 500, uh, check the rhyme. So, here we go. According to the kick in the door lyrics, which junior mafia member accompanied Biggie Smalls to Howard Homecoming in Washington, D.C.? Was it A, Lil C's, B, Lil Kim, C, Bugsy, Whoa. or D, Capone? What'd you say? Dang. <laughs> uh, B, Lil Kim. He says B, Lil Kim. We're actually going to play the answer here. Uh, let me pull this up. With his man Capone gunning fucking something. Ah, oh, blue. <laughs> See, it's, it, it's difficult. It's difficult. I, I, I get it. I, you, you set yourself up with an alibi there. This man is, are, are you like actively practicing to, uh, to get all the lyrics in? Is that something you have to do for these shows coming up or? Most definitely. Are you doing like the whole songs? Albums, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is years ago. <laughs> right, and then you're doing the Miles shit. The Miles is like 90 minutes long. Like, you know, I know you're not doing the whole thing, but that's you got a you got a lot on your plate. I I don't I don't blame you for not knowing, but I cannot award you the points for not getting it right. I'm sorry, Blue. Uh, <laughs> that means we're throwing it back to Exile. Exile. Uh, the board is yours. What category? Are you going to choose? I'll go with Pad Masters for five hundred, Alex. Oh, <laughs> he's going Pad Masters for five hundred. See, play, playing to different strengths here. Um, Pad Masters for five hundred. Exile. Let's get this up on the board now. All right. And this is this might be slightly personal to us because I believe we met each other through somebody that this question is about. 
Orlando hip-hop group Soliloquist of Sound, featuring MPCist Da Vinci, were signed to Epitaph Records after touring as the backing band for this indie hip-hop artist. You know Soliloquist of Sound? Yeah. You know Da Vinci? Yeah. You don't feel super clear about this answer, though. Nah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be Lauren Hill, because I know he rocked with Lauren Hill. I do not know this answer. I'm going to have to pass on this one. He's going to pass. The answer is they went on tour where the backing band, and this artist helped them get their record deal. It was Sage Francis. They were his backing band, and he was the one who helped them get their their deal. Um, you know, you come from a lineage of uh, we'll call them pad mashers, right? And that that kind of feels like it's more than ever before is sort of part of the conversation. Like when you were starting, it was like you and like two other guys, and like I don't even knew how, know how you knew about each other, like message boards or or, or something like that. Like, do you feel like you've kind of fathered a scene in any way? Um. I, I definitely do, you know, for for uh, a certain amount of heads, for sure. You know, uh, Jeremy Ellis is definitely one of the goats, you know. Um, and uh, shout out DJ Day. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think I feel like I, as far as my knowledge at the time, it was just Jeremy Ellis and, and me and DJ Day. As far as I knew, I'm sure there might have been uh, other cats doing it, but uh I definitely, I definitely feel like you know, yeah, I'm one of the, one of the fathers of, of, uh, of, of, of doing that, you know, button pushing. Has your, uh, has your style, like, or in terms of your actual production workflow, is it still like, has it changed at all since those days? Because I know, like, when you perform live and when I've seen you and you know, in videos you've done, you're still rocking like the MPC, at least in some of the things that I've seen. Is yeah. that, is that still basically the, the like core of your production workflow? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll uh use the MPC with logic too just to, you know, kind of like for mixing and for uh adding, you know, synths and whatnot. But yeah, definitely MPC. Amazing. All right, Blue, we're flowing it we're throwing it back to you. The boom board. boom. Yeah, yeah. This is it, <laughs> you guys both swung hard for the first round, and then uh, kind of both had the same fate on the second round. So it's still a relatively even field here. So uh, what's it going to be? Choices yours three hundred. He's going three hundred. Choices yours. The category <laughs> that has been kind to him in the past, he's going to continue to show it love. All right, here we go. Blue for three hundred. Which of these artists has not done a full collaborative album with 7L and Esoteric in their hip-hop supergroup, Zarface? Is it Apathy, Ghostface Killa, Inspector Deck, or MF Doom? Which of these artists has not done a full album with Zarface? I gotta go A, Apathy. He's going A, Apathy. And that is absolutely correct. He knows a thing or two about his uh, Zarface. He's back in the game, baby. Um, <laughs> you've done a lot of collaborations as well with, uh, with obviously with, with your man right here, uh, but also, you know, with Ono, with, um, with uh, other producers. And, uh, is there anybody that is like still on your wish list, bucket list, or do you kind of feel like at this point you don't really keep bucket lists? 
Um, I've worked with some great producers, man. Knotts, Madlib, 45 King, Pete Rock. You know what I mean? Um, I would say the last two, it may be more. I've even rhymed on a Pharrell and Just Blaze beat. You know what, what I mean? No, hold on. I don't know what you mean. Tell, tell me the, the story uh, about that. The Hostile Gospel remix for Talib Kweli in 07 was Just Blaze. And the I'm Beaming remix for Lupe Fiasco was Pharrell. What? But the last on my list I would say would be Premier and uh Prince Paul. Excellent picks. I and I feel like they both would you guys would kill it with both of them. Um wow, man, blue, you are you are providing the hip hop trivia in the hip hop trivia game. This is <laughs> I, I might I might need to contract you as a writer for this game because you're Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, then we're throwing it back to exile. Exile, uh Let's see what we have on the board for you. Uh, give me Hyro Y'all for 500. Oh. Ooh. Can, we, can we talk about the Hyro, the Hyro love and the Hyro connection? Like, how, how, what was your entry point into hieroglyphics? Uh, Dell, the funky homo sapien. Uh, Mr. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> who, uh, a trivia fact for you here. Do you know who the voice is saying Mr. Bob Dabalina? You know who said that? Mr. Bob Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. No, uh, is it a sample or is it somebody who is actually? Who? DJ Pooh. No way. That's, That's DJ oh. saying that. Mr. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Mind blown <laughs> emoji. That's crazy. Five hundred. Give us the five hundred. <laughs> no, no, hold on. We don't do extra credit on this game. <laughs> and also, who made an official hieroglyphics Hyro Oldies mixtape, Hyro B sides mixtape, in nineteen ninety seven? It was. It wasn't the ones that, that were like officially released, like the the cassettes or released, but it was a mixtape called Hyro B sides. Yeah, I mean, I remember it. Uh, it. It wasn't. So I'm guessing by your question that it wasn't somebody in the camp. It wasn't like it was me, man. All it right, was you. <laughs> no way. Let's it talk was about me the... twenty-two. Yeah. What? Yeah. Awesome. I have so a whole intro and everything. It's a pyro, pyro, pyroglyphics. I did it on a four. Were you like commissioned to do this, or were you just like, yo, I'm gonna put together all these things? Like, like, were you? Were you put it? Do it. Oh wow. Yeah. That's gangster. That is super gangster. <laughs> Look, this is we're, we're all learning. We're all, we're all testing. You guys are learning things about each other. Like, <laughs> I bet, so I better get this uh, this answer right. So let's let's do it. It's gonna be real fucked up if you don't get this right. Um, <laughs> all right. In 2012, Casual collaborated with this producer on their album Respect Game or Expect Flames. Ah, uh, no choices. No choices on some of these. Man, oh. I, you can give me the early Hyro shit all day. Let's see. I know, but the early Hyro isn't worth the big money because I know we we know that people know more about that. It's the later, you know, deeper. Creed. I'm going with uh, vitamin D. He says vitamin D, which is a really good guess. It is not the correct guess though, because it was Jay Rawls who he did the album with. In oh, what? Respect and, Jay Rawls. That's what's up. And. Our you know, I did. It was the Hyro uh, oldies mixtape. So, <laughs> look, I only, Hyro, casual, legends. 
and I always say to whoever is on the show, and we've had you know over a hundred guests. It doesn't matter what score you get on this. When we close the Zoom, you are still blue in exile. You have won at life. So don't 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 get too caught up on the getting the answers wrong. <laughs> right up. All right, blue. That means we're throwing I it back it. to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, the score blue. You have eight hundred in exile. You have four hundred. So, uh, but you know anything could change. This is going to be our last question in the first round. So let's see what you're gonna do, Blue. What's your category? You know it, give me check the rhyme for 400. Check the rhyme for 400, he's going back into his rhyme bag. We're gonna <laughs> have you do one and then uh, Exile do one for the final uh, round. So let me, let me get that straight. So he's gonna check the rhyme for 400. All right, here we go, Blue. The question for 400 points is, when KRS-One recorded BDP's I'm Still Number One in 1988, how long did he say we'd have to wait until he would be an old school artist? Was it 10 minutes, 10 years, 20 years, or 50 years? Mm, I know this one. Oh, man. I know. Oh, damn. Can I steal this one? No. I, you know what? I'm gonna have to forfeit. No, I'm, man, come on. I'm gonna let Exile answer. No, no. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh come oh, on. Exile knows. I don't even I, know. I could hum. I could hum the line to you. Nah, nah. <laughs> I know it's not ten minutes. I mean, the the choices are on the board, so you know. Yeah, just pick one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. What did Think he say? It. it was 1988, and he was saying he was going to be an old school artist in a certain amount of time. How many years would it be? I'm going to say 20 years. He says 20 years. We're going to hear what this answer is. 50 years down the line, you can stop uh, it. Because uh, we'll be the old school artist. And 50 <laughs> years down the line. Ah, oh, blue. Uh, Again. That's my me too, man. <laughs> See, you caught him when he's memorizing his lyrics for the show, you know. <laughs> it feels vastly unfair, but also he keeps picking the rhyme category. So I can't, like, there's only so much I can do. Like, you got a whole board to work with, Blue, but 50 Man. years from now. And that, that kind of plays into what we're saying. Again, you guys aren't old school artists, but holy shit, 15 years since Below the Heavens. Are you, like, what are you most excited about doing these shows? Are there songs that you guys you know, love performing that you don't normally perform in a regular set or, or is it the guests or like, what, what, what's the thing that you guys are most looking forward to on this tour? Man, honestly, it's, uh, it's, it's just busting the whole album. You know what I mean? That like, I've just been rehearsing it and it just feels good to just be spitting those lyrics again. You know what I mean? And just all of them, you know what I mean? How, how the whole album flows and everything. I just love it. Hell yeah. And there, there are going to be some special guests and and uh, and people involved in at least the LA shows, right? Definitely. Amazing, amazing! Can't can't wait for that. So, Exile, you're going to close out our round one. You get to choose. Uh, got a chance, bro. Got a <laughs> chance, bro. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I got the blues for five hundred. What? Big money once again. Five hundred. <laughs> Big Money Exile. Um, you guys can both keep these nicknames if you want to use them out in the streets. Like they're they're patented. 
Uh, I got the blues 500. Robert Glasper's 2012 song, Afro Blue, received a remix featuring a guest verse from Fonte by this producer on the Black Radio Recovered remix EP. So who was the producer who remixed Afro Blue and it had a guest verse from Fonte on it? Terrence Martin. He says Terrence Martin. The answer is Ninth Wonder. It was oh, a- I was gonna say that, bro. Just off the strength. Close. So that was that's pretty close still. Definitely both collaborators in the wheelhouse of Robert Glasper. So yes, for sure. But yeah, that was the that was in that small period when Ninth Wonder and Fonte, I think, were on good terms again. And now, you know, I don't know if they're not on good terms anymore, but they're not Little Brother is not uh the, the trio anymore. Um all right, well, that means we have now got to our second round where the points are doubled. Are we having fun yet? I think we're having fun. I'm having a good time. Um, here's, here's the categories now. Uh, some of the categories are returns and some are new. We've got the choice is still yours. We've got check more rhymes, keep on digging, give me my flower questions. Oh, Hip hop in 2007. And now to be clear, the give me my flower questions is not about your guys album, but it is about flower type questions in hip hop, uh, hip hop in 2007, since, you know, below the heavens came out then and heavenly questions. So blue, you're back up on the first, uh, first go round here. What are you going to choose? And now the points are doubled again. The choice is still yours for 1000. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. He's going choice is still yours for 1000. Now we're cooking. We're, we're, we're turning up the heat here. I'm just warning this is you. <laughs> <laughs> the beat miners remix of D'Angelo's Brown Sugar features mm. a verse from this rapper. Is it a QT uh, B cool G rap C common or D buckshot? D Buckshot. He says Buckshot. Now this is this is a rare ass song, by the way. Like this is not on the streamers. This is not even really on YouTube. It's it's on like SoundClouds, but this was an official release. The answer is actually, believe it or not, Cool G Rap was on the oh, remix. The what the fuck? I've never heard this. I will yeah. I will send it to you when we are done, so you guys Wait. can hear it. I'm I'm not making this shit up. Um, but yeah, the that that I heard was remakes. You heard what? The AZ remix. Yep, yep. I remember that. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely deep in those crates. Uh, Exile, you are up. You're up. Uh, the choice is yours for 800. Oh. <laughs> choice is yours for 800. They know what they like, folks. They know what they like, and they go back to it. That's, that's what it is. All right. Choice is yours for 800. MF Doom has a blink and you'll miss him cameo in the music video for this Rockers, Rockers Records act. Is it Black Star, Company Flow, High and Mighty, or Smut Peddlers? Dang, points is double for real. Yeah, we got to turn up the heat, Blue. I'm going with D, Smut Peddlers. He's going Smut Peddlers. The answer is, and this is only revealed recently through an interview that the artist from this group did, because it really is, like, I've gone back and looked. It's like a single frame, and it's not great quality, and he's not wearing the mask. But MF Doom appears 
in the end-to-end -end burners video for oh. Company Flow. He's on the train in the background. Super, man, super cutty. But listen, you know what it is. The points are doubled here. We had to turn the heat up, man. Do it, do it. Oh, yeah. um, so we're going to keep moving on. It's fine. Uh, Blue, you are now up. What is it going to be? What category are you going with? You got some good categories on this one, man. Whoo! Oh, it's all new. Heavenly questions for 1,000. Heavenly questions for 1,000. Shout out to Below the Heavens. You know, we had to do something in honor of that. So we have our very own category, Heavenly Questions for 1,000. Blue, my question for you. Name all three Wu-Tang members who rap on Wu-Tang Forever song, For Heaven's Sake. Ooh. <laughs> Inspect the deck. Oh, man. <laughs> Digging in the Wu crates. Got another one. Damn. Jizza and Master Killer. So you said Inspect the deck, Jizza and Master Killer. Yeah. Were you a big Wu-Tang fan at this time? <laughs> I loved Inspect the Deck. You know what I mean? Still do. Right, so I know he busted. My raps that swing like Willie Mays. Oh, The answer Cap is Inspect the yeah. Deck, Master Killer, and Capadonna. I will give you half credit for that because that, that was a tough one. And uh, oh. I, I, I can do that. I can do that. So we're giving you 500 oh. points for that. <laughs> um. What is the quintessential, in both of your opinions, what is the quintessential Wu-Tang solo album? If you have to pick one for your desert island, what, what are you picking? Clientel all day. Clientel. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should say Liquid Swords. Hell but, yeah, uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with Liquid Swords. All right, fine picks, fine picks. What's, what's the Wu-Tang uh, album that you feel doesn't get its proper due, whether it's by a solo artist or a group? Like, is there one that you sort of feel maybe gets overlooked? Oh, yeah, the the, the Takao. What? Bobby Digital, bro. Oh, the first one. Okay, see, Bobby Digital is a controversial take because people there are people who love that album and people who can't stand that album. But my question yeah. for you then... He loves it. I, I, I'm not... Nah. <laughs> what, what? Blue... You you have to you have to at least expound on that statement. What 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 do you love about the Bobby Digital album? Oh man, it may be generational, but it's it's for one like a continuation of uh, the beats on um, Wu Tang Forever for me. You know what I mean? But I love the West Coast MCs on the the RZA album. You know what I mean? That's just hard to me, man. You know what I'm saying? I gotta yeah. love that. And they was killing it too. They was killing it like. Super hard, bro. <laughs> All right. I'm not mad at that. That justifies it. Uh, Exile, you still don't seem convinced. I'm sure you guys have had this conversation I in the past. tried to play it for me, and yeah, no. <laughs> it's, look, there's lots of different flavors. Not everything's for everybody. Bill Franklin's is one of my tops, though, even though I, I just gave it up for Liquid Swords, but yeah. No, of course. There's no. There's really no wrong answers to that first question. Uh, but some people might come for you on the internet for that Bobby Digital Blue, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but you you backed it up. You backed it up. All right, uh, we're throwing it back to you, Exile. What's your category? I'll go with uh, check the rhyme for eight hundred. He's going check oh. the rhyme eight hundred. All right, all right. Here we go. 
On Kendrick Lamar's backseat freestyle, he prays that his penis gets as big as this world-renowned building. Is it Big Ben, the Eiffel Tower, the Statue of Liberty, or the Rome Coliseum? <laughs> Be the Eiffel Tower. Damn, man. <laughs> That's an easy one. He says Eiffel Tower, and that is absolutely correct. That's the hook, man. <laughs> um... It's an it's interesting. I mean, where, where do you guys land on Kendrick Lamar as an artist? Obviously, I feel like. <laughs> What'd you say? I said that's a big dick. It's, I would argue that's maybe too big. Now, I'm, <laughs> I'm not in the business of evaluating uh, dick sizes, but like, really, like the Eiffel Tower. That's like. You're asking me about what do I think of Kendrick as an artist? Yeah, what do you think of his progression? You know, like because I feel like you guys sort of, you know, maybe we're kind of percolating on a national scale around it's the same right. time amazing man and he's always stuck to his his artistic guns if you will and especially with this last album he's just uh he's going for what's actually on his mind and going for the the art of it and just doing exactly what he wants and uh i love it when you see artists in his position who make albums like that you know not really worried about anything else except for doing exactly what they want totally yeah like his last album was one that i only listened to once and i've been meaning to go back but it was like such a heavy listen that i was like yo i need to like really set aside the time and i just i i just haven't done it yet and i i intend yeah. to but you know a thought that i had when i was listening to it it was like i can't think of many artists that are on his scale who are is kind of like as like brave as he seems to be like he's just going to talk about what he wants i'm not saying that there aren't other artists who also have that sort of vulnerability we'll talk about things but like on the level that he's at you sort of see oftentimes artists kind of you know maybe they'll switch it up or they'll kind of you know curb their their direction more and he seems to be doing like exactly what the fuck he wants which is is inspiring to see definitely i think he's the best artist right now as of 2022 really yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Blue, you are back on the board. What category are we going for? Give me my flowers for 1,000. 1,000 flowers, baby. He's going, to be, <laughs> he's going in. Are we getting any uh, Give Me My Flowers songs on this tour? Or, or how, do you, how do you work? Is that like the middle stepchild, like in the... Uh, we in the plans right now. We'll see how it... If it reaches the, the chopping board or what. No. Yup, yup. Okay, okay. I respect it. I respect it. There's only so much time in a show, you know. So, uh, Blue, you said 1,000, right? Yeah. All right, here we go. 4,000. My question for you, Blue. What oh, do yeah. What does the DAISY acronym in De La Soul's DAISY age oh, stand man. for? All the money, bro. <laughs> Give me all the money. I want all the money. The inner sound, y'all. The inner sound, y'all, is correct. A thousand points, Blue. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, what what are your what are your sort of Daylight takes? What's your what's your underrated Daylight album? Underrated? Yeah, is my favorite one. The first one, bro. The first one is that's not underrated though, is it? You think that the first one is underrated? It's everybody's favorite, I think. But they got so many great ones that you could you know. I've been debating with people for the last like couple couple months. I've heard that. hours debates about this. <laughs> for real. 
Uh, Exile, what's yours? Um, my favorite? Dela. Um, oh, yeah. the most underrated is Balloon Mind State. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's a strong case for any of the first three, maybe four. I feel like people who are, are a little bit younger, like, and I, I include myself in this, um, stakes is high, holds a certain place for them. That, that, but but for, for people who are, who are older, I think that they don't always necessarily gravitate towards stakes is high. But I think it's a great record. I think great it's great. Classic. And I love the grind date as well. Um, honestly, they don't have a bad album. Yo, eyes, bro. Yeah, they, they got hits, bro. I mean, they just, you know what I mean? They don't fail. <laughs> <laughs> they do not fail. All right, and you did not fail on that last one. Exile, oh. you're up on the board. What's it going to be? Uh, let me get, uh, give me my flowers for 800. Going back to the garden here. All right, give me my flowers for 800. Let's see what we got here. Exile for 800 points. My question is, Outcast single Roses was taken from which disc of their double album, Speaker Box, The Love Below? Was it from the Speaker Box side or the Love Below side? The Love Below. He says the Love Below. And he's absolutely correct. Oh. 800 points. <laughs> That could be a little tricky, though. You know, people definitely could go either way because it features both Big Boy and Andre 3000. Um, uh. What, uh, I mean, you know, have you guys ever, I, I guess I guess Miles was a double album, right? Like, do you, do you consider that no. to be a double album? Yeah. It, it It's weird in the age of streaming because it's all just a playlist, you know, but um, was that always sort of your intent to set out to do a double or did it just keep growing and growing and you're like, yo, we're not going to stop? I think it was just growing. And then like, I was just like, man, we can't scrap any of no, these songs. No, 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 no. You always, you wanted a double album. You were <laughs> firm once, on the double once album. Once we had enough songs, once we first, when we first started working on Miles, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, yo, this is going to be a double album. No, I thought you always wanted to do a double album. Nah, once we had like a lot of songs, I was like, yo, you know what I mean? Let's do a double. Okay. You know what I mean? But it also seems like on that record, you guys definitely made a conscious effort to extend the songs too, because the songs are, are they have like second movements and like outros and stuff. Was, was that also playing into at all, like the double album idea or was it just like? Not really. We just, we were just doing whatever the fuck we wanted pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> just making the songs like, you know, that pleasant vibe we want them to sound like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was in a, I'm in a jazz a lot. You know what I mean? Them nine minute jazz bangers and shit. Yeah. Exile just brought it to life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, this is going to be our last uh, go round in our second round. Blue, what's it going to be? Um, uh, I'm going to give Exile a chance to catch up. No, I think I'm winning. Hold on, let me let me total the score here. Bro. No, blue, blue, you are ahead by three hundred points right now. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Maybe I should jump too much. <laughs> let me go. I hip hop in two thousand and seven for eight hundred. For eight hundred. All right. 
Hip Hop in 2007 for 800. Big year for you guys, obviously. Pivotal year uh, for the record that we're talking about in question. Pharaoh Manch's 2007 album, Desire, contains a cover of a song by this classic Def Jam group. Public Enemy. He says Public Enemy. He is absolutely correct. It was Pharaoh oh, Manch's yeah. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Oh, um, yeah. There's a picture of it on the cover? What? what? No, no. He, he did a cover of Welcome oh, to the gotcha. Terror Dome yeah, on the record, um, which... I appreciate a good hip hop cover. I feel like, you know, yeah. those don't have a lot. Do you guys have other hip hop uh, covers that sort of stick out in your mind as like, oh, this was. What else is there? You said what? You cut out a little bit. Snoop Lottie Dottie. Snoop Lottie Dottie. He, Snoop also did Vapors uh, on the second album as well. Hey, I can't think of any right now. There's some good ones. I remember that uh, in the beginning there was rap compilation from like 1997. Oh, yeah. Like the Def Squad doing rappers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it had Wu-Tang doing Sucker MCs, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I, I do appreciate a good rap cover. I feel like that uh, they, they should be done more often. Or flipping the uh, BDP hook on definition was dope, but I know that's not a full cover. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, on that same compilation, uh, Cypress Hill did a uh, cover of I'm Still Number One, um, oh. which was pretty dope because Be Real just has an amazing voice. So to hear him doing KRS lyrics is like, oh, yes, like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Exile, you're going to close out this round here. What's it going to uh, be? I'll do Check the Rhyme for 1,000. He's going back into his rhyme bag. Check the Rhyme for 1,000. All right, Exile, my question for you. Sasha Thumper, the woman Andre 3000 raps about on Outcast, The Art of Storytelling, Part 1, is ultimately found dead where? Is it in her car, on the street, in the back of a school, or in the studio? What's the song? Oh, the, Art the, of the Art of Storytelling. I want all the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh B on the street. With a needle on. in the arm, baby, two months due. Come on, man. <laughs> in the back of the school was the correct oh, answer. With a needle in the arm, oh, baby, two man. Blue. You you could you could feel it. You you you're right there. <laughs> um we have reached our final round, gentlemen. Now, let me, let me total up your scores right now, because this is where it gets interesting. Blue, you have 3,100 points. Ah. Uh, Exile, you have 2,000 points. There's a bit I of a lead, but it can, all, it can all change in this final round. So, Blue, because you have... Oh, what? I thought that was the final round. No, that was the second round. This is the speed round. This is the final oh, round. Oh, shit. I'm telling all you, right. shit's about to get crazy, dude. <laughs> So Blue and Exile, in our final round, you're gonna have 90 seconds to answer five questions in the category of your choosing. Blue, since you are in the lead, you get to choose what category you get. So you'll have 90 seconds. These are five questions, non-multiple choice. You pick the category. Fat life, bugs in out, 
or alphabet aerobics? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Any alphabet aerobics. He's going to alphabet aerobics. Okay. So let me just explain these rules to you here. You'll have 90 seconds to answer. The alphabet aerobics one is a little special because there are, it's a little bit more open-ended. Um, I'm going to pull up. And if you want to pass, you can say, hey, we're going to pass and we can come back to it. So I have 90 seconds on the clock here. Are you ready to do this? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Alphabet aerobics. Name two rappers whose name begins with the letter C. CL Smooth Cormega. That is correct. All right. Name three rappers, three rappers whose name starts with the letter D. D nice. Ooh. Uh oh man. <laughs> if you gotta pass, we can go back. We can go back. Oh Dico. Oh, oh shit. Dico? Uh, yeah. One more. Uh Daz effect. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll give you partial credit on that. Name three. Uh, name three. <laughs> three rappers. Three rappers whose name starts with the letter M. Um, oh. Master Killer. You said three. Three. Master Killer, Method Man. <sighs> Michael Myers. All right. Uh. <laughs> Name four rappers whose names start with the letter R. Four. Woo! Rakim, Rizza, Rock Marciano. Rampage. All right, and Woo. then fine. Okay, our ninety seconds is up. Uh, oh, you got you got through. That, that, this is a this is an interesting challenge. This is an interesting uh. challenge. So you got. One, two, three, three impartial credit on that. So is all the alphabet ones like this? Well, the alphabet one is now dead. So you you don't you don't get that one anymore. That was just that one. <laughs> so there's two that are left, and that is Fat Life and Bugs and Out. So Fat Life is various rap references to fat, and then Bugs and Out is various rap references to bugs. I'll I'll go with fat. All right, he's going fat. 90 seconds, same rules apply. If you don't know, we can pass and come back to it. But if you answer incorrectly, then the category or the question is dead. 90 seconds on the clock. Exile, you ready to do this? Yes. All right. Fat Man Scoop featured the Crooklyn Clan on this 1999 single. Ah, pass. All right. Name the four guest MCs featured on Fat Joe's 1998 posse cut, Johnny Blaze. Pass. All right, he's oh. passing. In 1988, the Fat Boys had a song featured on the soundtrack to this horror film. Oh. A horror film? It was a horror film. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. That is correct. Nightmare on Elm Street 4 <laughs> is correct. All right. Uh, this Houston rapper shares his name with a supporting character from The Simpsons. Uh, pass. All right, he's gonna pass. In Miss, in most Def's song, Miss Fat Booty, what is the woman's actual name? 
Yes. Oh. All right, we got to go back then. Fat Man Scoop featured the Crooklyn Clan on this 1999 single. What was the Fat Man Scoop single? Ah, oh, shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's blanking out. Who do you think are the four guest MCs on Johnny Blaze with Fat Joe? Do you remember any of them? Do you remember the uh, song? Uh, oh, wait. Uh, uh. Raekwon. <laughs> I'm right. helping him. He's helping, helping you out. <laughs> All right, Exile, our time is up. Listen, this That's tough. <laughs> This is, this is a tough round. So, okay, I'm going to give you the answers. Fat Man okay. Scoop had the Crooklyn Clan on his 1999 single, Be Faithful. Be Faithful, the big the big song that he had. The four MCs on uh, Johnny Blaze with Fat Joe were Nas, Big Pun, Jadakiss, and Raekwon. You got the Fat Boys question right. They had a song on the soundtrack to Nightmare on Elm Street 4. The Houston rapper who shares his name with a supporting character from The Simpsons is Fat Tony. And in most deaf song, Ms. Fat Booty, the woman's actual name is Sharice. Oh, that's a hard, let's go. That was hard. <laughs> that was hard. This is, what, was, what was the last one for the Give alphabet? Give me some alphabets, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the last one for the alphabet was name five MCs whose name begins with the letter S. Oh, okay. But uh, I lucked out. <laughs> you did, you did. Um, so... Our total score, Blue, you take the title with 4,850. Exile, a respectable 2,500. You guys are both ultimately winners here because let's be honest. That's some bullshit, man. We need a bonus round. All right. We'll, we'll have you back for another episode. You know, we, we sometimes do people when they're on by themselves and then they're playing within the league of other guests that we've had. You know, we've had Questlove, Just Blaze, Bun B, uh, you know, so many others. So, um, cool. you know, everybody's, everybody's a winner. Everybody learns something. Uh, we're really excited for you guys to go out on this tour. Uh, where can people get tickets? Where can people find all the information that they can for these West Coast dates? They could go to Mirror Blue's Instagram and just click inside the bio. Uh, Blue's Instagram is B L U H E R F A B C O L O R, her fave color. Or go to Exile Radio and just Blue her fave color. My bad. Blue her fave color. <laughs> or Exile Radio and just click the bio. We got some about the shows. We got the Los Angeles show, The Lodge Room. We're doing a joint in Phoenix at Trill Hip Hop. Um, the Taverna, Castera in Las Vegas. Neck of the Woods in San Francisco. Mississippi Studios in Portland. And High Dive in Seattle. Starting in July into early uh, August. I'll have a link in the show notes for everybody to click and to be able to find your guys' socials to get tickets. I'm excited. I'm going to be at the second LA show at the Lodge. So I will oh, be yeah. in the, I'll be throwing trivia questions on pieces of paper on stage. And you guys are <laughs> in between. <laughs> um, and, and then the final question that I have is, well, I have two, two questions for you. One, uh, is it too soon to be asking about new music? Is there, is there more Blue and Exile stuff? Is that always like sort of an ongoing project or... Are you guys just focused right now on the reunion or the uh, anniversary tour? Now we've been we've been cooking. We've been cooking. We got something special in the works. Cannot wait. You guys never miss. I'm a big fan. My final, final question. Now that you've been on the show, 
We've had over 100 guests on the show at this point. Who would you nominate or challenge to hop in the hot seat and see if they can either do this solo dolo or go up against somebody? Planet Asia. <laughs> We're working on Asia. We, we, I've, I've been talking to some people to get him, so we hope to get uh, him. Quelly Chris? Oh. Quelly Chris would kill it, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, thank you so much. This was great. Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. All right. Big thanks again to Blue and Exile for coming on the show. I really look forward to seeing them celebrate the 15th anniversary of Below the Heavens. The tour kicks off in Los Angeles on July 24th, and they will be going all up the West Coast. So if you're in the area, definitely make sure you check it out. Thanks again for listening to the show and supporting, subscribing, leaving a review, and joining the Patreon. The link to the Patreon is in the show notes. The Questions is a proud member of the Stony Island Audio Network. Check out all the other shows on the network. It is an amazing time to enjoy listening to hip-hop podcasts, if I do say so myself. The show's theme is by Midas the Beast and Czarism. Questions is written, hosted, and produced by me, Sean Kantrowitz. Till next time, peace.